So if you're listening to this on the blog with article that this audio is embedded in, uh, I kind of lied because I said um, this is going to be a conversation, but unfortunately it's going to be a bit of a monologue. So it concerns obviously the title, Why Are You Still Using Ucash? And obviously something like that would immediately point to disparaging the use of Ucash, which again, this is not the purpose. But again, it's it's what he's trying to address is just the, the, the regulations that have come for Ucash and why people are still using it. Um, or using it to the levels that, you know, many back in July last year never thought would be possible. Now, circling back to July, I'm sure you all remember the um, the RBZ's announcement that is going to make Zim switch the national switch, which meant Eager Cash was going to have to, you know, come into this, you know, uh, national infrastructure of payments. Uh, that was obviously a compromise, because if you remember what happened before that, Information Secretary Nick Pangwana said they're banning all mobile money, which again caused a bit of a public uproar. And justifiably so, because, yeah, you can't just get rid of a system that, you know, millions of Zimbabweans use and which is particularly friendly to the unbanked because of the, of the ease of opening, ease of use. And, and I think a little bit lower in terms of uh, KYC, you know, your customer requirements when, you, when you're applying for, 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 for a wallet. Now, when that happened, the initial assessment was that, oh, no, Ecocash is probably going to wither away or this is this is going to bring this is going to give one money and, 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 and telecash a bit of a. A bit of a shot, but it didn't. Now, the first thing I think we need to look at are charges. Uh, and, you know, let's look at the charges that exist now because I think that's the best example. So let's take a, you want to pay a merchant for like 20 bucks or let's say 20 to $30. So Ecash will charge you $2.06 for that transaction or the Ecash tariff for that transaction is two, two, you know, local currency, zero six. Um, and oh, this is about the intermediary, intermediary money transfer tax, you know, IMTT, the 2% tax. On the other hand, one money will charge you 116 to pay a merchant for a range of 20 to $30. Now, that that alone should have made one money competitive in the new era of interruptibility, but it didn't. Now, one of the reasons why I think it didn't was because Ecogash were quick to respond to the regulatory pressure. And beyond the national switch, the first thing they responded to was the 5,000 limit, which then became 35,000 a month. So they launched this Ecogash Rewards promotion, which I'm sure all of you dread and dislike because, yeah, it didn't work. Because at first they told us, oh, yeah, you know what, you can redeem your own points uh, once you, you know, spend to earn points, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and that didn't work. The whole redemption for yourself thing really didn't work as well. And funny enough, I actually got a text from Ecocash was it, what was it? I think it was in February saying my December points had come in when I was like, yeah, I'm just done with this promotion. Now that promotion's obviously ended because it had a six month lifespan, but it did the intended, it, it had the in, in intended result because Ecocash, when it comes to value transactions, it pushed it back to the levels where it was in Q1 2020 before this started. Now in Q1 2020, uh, a, Juxtaposing with all the other mobile money wallets, One Money and Telecash, Ecocash in Q1 had 95.92% of the transaction value. That slumped in Q2 to 92.17, but then it went back up in Q3, right about the time where this promotion started to 95.75. Now, there's a difference of point something something, but it's it's encouraging, at least from Ecocash perspective, to see that the promotion had the intended effect. So... They didn't lie down, but then again, people still kept using it. And again, as I stated, the charges for Ecocash are much higher than, than, than for everything else, even compared to, 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 one, to Telecash, which I didn't mention because Telecash is currently bleeding subscribers because whatever's happening, you tell us how Telecash yeah, is, is just keeping people away. So another thing that, that, that I thought would happen when, um, when the national switch was announced uh, and you know, the limits were, were announced was that 
One Money would catch up. It was the closest competitor after all. Again, not the case. One Money's rise has been really, really slow. Like, I thought it would crack a million last year. But in Q4 2020, according to Podcast's reports, it wasn't at a million yet. I think the figure uh, is at 936,476. Which is shocking because you'd think like after the RBZ banned multiple mobile money wallets on, you know, the same op- operator. Because most people had two uh, Econet lines and then they'll get two Gigacash wallets. You know, banning that would mean people then run to, to one money. I think they did, but not in the numbers that I thought I thought they would. Because if you look at Gigacash, uh when it comes to active subscribers, actually went up. Uh, for Q3 In Q3 2020, they were at 5,425,148. In Q4, they were at 5.5 million. So again, this could be explained obviously by young people going on to the becoming more financially independent. You know, getting eager cash wallets because it's probably the easiest way to transact. But for one money, it's kind of like for those people who had multiple accounts, the knee jerk reaction would have been, you know, boom, use one money, one money would would would, would rise. But that had hasn't hasn't been the case, which is strange. <laughs> honestly, to, to be honest, it's, it's 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 very 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 strange. Um, that the Gigash is still in the position that it is. Again, this is not to disparage Gigash. It's just strange that everything is work, working against it, and they are still, they are still, the biggest. Like, and they're not even making a dent. But even if you look at the value of transactions or the number and value of transactions, one money in Q4 2020 for value of transactions uh, was at 4.10 percent, which is actually a, a decline from the 4.16 percent that they held in Q3 2020. Eager Cash actually appreciated by 0.03% because uh, in Q3 2020 they had uh, 95.75% and then 90, 90, uh, 95.79%. I guess 0.4. 0. 0. 0. 0. 0. 0. 0. 0. 0.04 uh, was a variant. Um, it, it, it's, it's strange to be honest. Now, again, people will then say um, One Money didn't put itself out there, all that kind of, but they've been trying. They've really been trying because they've had this long held promotion for a very long time where you get 20% off your airtime if you buy um, airtime using your One Money wallet. And I thought that would be a clincher way back last year, thinking that's what, what's going to force people to move, but it didn't. Again, it's just people don't like one net one or one money or, or, or what. But again, that's a really good deal to get 20% off. You know, granted, they did reduce it strangely to 10%, uh, from 20% to 10% when. Um, when uh, they, they 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 were inching ever closer to 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 one million, which is something I wrote about, I'm like, ah, but why would you do that when you're so close to a million? Why would you reduce your promotion? Now, you know, to one money's credit, they then said, you know, another promotion. You can then get, I think it's 500 megabytes of airtime if you deposit a thousand something in your in your um in your one money wallet, which is a really good deal because if you think about it, data is expensive these days, and 500 megs for depositing a thousand bucks in a wallet. Yeah, no, not it's not that bad. And another point I think we need to talk about is is um, is the whole interruptibility thing that I mentioned earlier that you can now send money between wallets. And I thought this would be another deterrent, but again, I think it works to Ecocash's favor because the charges Ecocash did uh, are offering, which weren't actually publicized, because again, I think we'd have seen a charge sheet for this. Um, maybe it exists. Maybe they're using the same. Uh, charges they they're using for for for, for their normal transactions, um, but they're much higher than 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 one money. 
like by some distance. Um, I think one money charged you around was it five to ten percent for the transaction. Eager Cash was north of that, north, north, north of that. Uh, and I'm like, so it works in that they're keeping you within the ecosystem, sure. But then again, it's one of those things where you're like, ah, why not just switch to one money? Now, for some people who will say, oh, you can't use one money in a shop. You know, this is a thing that I actually didn't know was a thing up until like late last year because I never, I never used one money. I actually opened a one money wallet. Was it in? September, October last year, that you can actually use it to pay. Like in theory, you can use it to pay uh, at a till. Or you can simply use your one money card, but you know, that's, that's that's something else entirely. But yeah, it's it's you get the same sort of convenience at a lower price, but people aren't taking to it as as they are doing with or as they're still doing with EcoCash. And it's it's confusing. Now again, I think the most people will be like, Oh, you're leaving Telecash out. Telecash is is, is, is not doing well, they're bleeding. Um they're bleeding subscribers because um, in Q3 2020 they had 19,198. In Q4 they had 5,000. So yeah, clearly the market's not confident in, in whatever they're trying to offer. Which yeah, yeah. So just looking at the numbers is just a little bit startling because you're like, but why? I, I don't know. So I, I guess I guess either people don't really care for mobile money now, or People just, you know, are you doing it out of their banks and using eCash as a reserve wallet for whatever they may need to do? Um, in terms of functionality, I guess all you're not getting from one money is probably paying for Sol. But everything else is pretty much there, like Zesa and whatnot. Uh, and airtime is all there. Okay, I, I don't know. I, I find this strange. I don't know about you, but I find this really, really, really strange. It's 11 months on. We haven't seen it, the shift that people thought we would see um, with within the mobile money space. So, you know, it's, it's, I know it's, it's not bad, but it's just weird. Like I keep saying the word weird a lot, but it's just really, really, really weird as to how you guys has remained where it, where it's been. Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, the, the, the conversation we can have is in the comments. Let me know um, why you're still using your EcoCash wallet. What convenience does it bring to you uh, outside of, of, of one money in Telecash? I, I, for the 5,000 you use Telecash, I'd be really curious as to why you're using it. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I'll be really curious to know, uh, you know what you're using your EcoCash wallet for um, and why you won't switch to one money. Or if you have both like I do, which one do you use the most? I would say now I'm probably using one money the most, but um, yeah. I'll be curious to hear what you, what, uh, what you guys think. And uh, thank you for listening to my, you know, very winding monologue. But, yeah, it's it's just something that I couldn't I couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't shake off for whatever reason. Uh, and uh, we'll probably meet you soon, I guess. Soon enough. Probably something more longer format. Bye.